Hello and welcome to the Spill Sesh episode 15. You're with me, Sejal, your host for this podcast. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, I did an episode with Vidhi Modi. She is an entrepreneur. She's a brand owner of two brands. And um, I really got a lot of feedback for that um, episode. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. So if you want to listen to it, just, you know, stream this podcast on any platform you have. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you listen to. For this week's episode, it's just going to be me. It's a solo episode. I do have more guests coming and I just want to thank people who have been writing in to the podcast, asking if they can be on the podcast and telling me their stories. It's actually so interesting and so cool to get to know other people as well. So there's a lot coming up for this podcast. So just stay tuned for that. So anyway, back to today's episode. It is back to school season, meaning summer is over and school is beginning. Um, If you didn't know, I'm a communication student. I am in the School of Communication and Information at Wikimwe, NTU. I'm a comms nerd and um, I've been doing comms almost my whole life, I would say. I got a diploma in mass comm and I'm doing my degree in communications as well, specializing in advertising and public relations. My god, I felt like I was giving an interview. I mean, like I was like as if it was some job recruiter. I don't know why that felt so weird. Okay, anyway, back to... I think I know why because I'm vlogging. <laughs> um, she's a vlogger now. Um, yeah, just filming some stuff on my YouTube videos. So shout out to my YouTube channel if you watch it. Just find me at Sejal Bagaria. There'll be a new video coming up. But yes, okay. I don't know why. Okay, I'm, I don't like this whole camera thing in my face. So I'm just going to off it real quick. One sec. So when it comes to school, you know, growing up, I've always had a very big group of friends in every institution, academic institution I've been in. And I'm very, very blessed and very lucky with that. But in uni, it kind of changed where I didn't have this big clique anymore. I kind of was a lone ranger. People knew who I was, um, especially after my second year because I was co-chair of the freshman orientation camp. So definitely people, and I also got to know a lot more people. I got to know a lot more people's faces. So that helped me a lot. But initially in my first year, I literally did not know anyone. And I would just keep to myself. I had like two, three friends in Weekend Wee and I was very, very happy with that. I'm very grateful for that. But mostly I would keep to myself and um, that was okay. But, you know, having, it's just social anxiety really to go back into a school, a university filled with students that you're not that close with, who you don't talk to on a daily basis and having to speak. Put yourself out there, be sociable, work in groups again with people that you're not familiar with. You know, it's it's a lot. And I think for anyone, that could be a very, very daunting idea. Like, I'm already quite lucky that I'm quite outgoing and an extrovert. But I still, you know, social anxiety is really a thing. And it's it's been on my mind and on my chest for quite a while. I mean, most people, you know, you can call me a phantom in school or hall. I don't know what it's called, but there's this term, phantom. So basically, like, I kind of just float around everywhere. I feel like I used to be that in year one, but in year two, I really put myself out there and made a lot more connections. And that's why I'm so grateful for the opportunity that camp, being the co-chair of camp gave me because I really made so many more friends and acquaintances. I think that's what you need. You know, you need to know people's names and faces to survive in a school. And that's very, very important. So yeah, after year two, that got better, but it's been a while, you know, it's been like eight months since I've been in school in, in NTU itself because of exchange and COVID. So I'm still a little bit nervous of seeing people in school. It's just in my head, but I'm sure it'll be fine tomorrow. But yeah, that is something that's kind of been on my mind, just kind of like meeting everyone. 
and also just in general the stress of going back to an actual university like a local university system compared to what happened on exchange because on exchange it was a lot more chill it was i was doing modules that were so interesting um i knew i wasn't in some rat race to be first you know everything was pass fail not saying exchange was slack and that's the one i'm trying to say it was a lot more interesting i used to go to school wanting to go to school i didn't have the pressure of grades on me but i put in my effort and i put in my work but you know and like the culture of teaching is very different in the uk than it is here so just coming back to a local system where i'm going to have to mug and slog my way through this four months it's very daunting as well and i don't know whether i'll be mentally able to cope with that but i know that i really also have this added pressure of wanting to put my grades up just in general you know me like i'm just a nerd and um i'm a very i'm an overachiever so i think it's good because in a way it kind of like i'm a very goal oriented person so that if i have a goal let's say i want to hit this gpa by the end of four months this semester i know that the entire semester i'll be working towards that so yeah i i mean that is kind of on my mind so all this added stress which is really not necessary to put on myself but yeah you know grades social anxiety um the local system everything is you know kind of been on my heart and my chest and yeah like i really really want to graduate with first class uppers like i want to be on the dean's list at least once i haven't been in uni this is just how i've always been i've always been a very academically inclined person and grades have always mattered to me but let me tell you something one thing i really have learned over the years from poly and you mean i hope that you will take away with you grades are important yes but they do not define you your grades will get you to the next step the next level in your education but 10 years down the road no one's gonna ask you so what grade did you get in the module called introduction to creative writing no one's gonna ask you that and i'm very lucky because in the media industry we don't really focus on grades a lot now grades to me is just my own benefit my own kind of goals that i put for myself but when you go out there in the workforce for anyone who wants to you know work in the media industry no one asks about your grades everyone asks about your experience your portfolio where have you worked what have you learned from what you've worked why do you like to do this that is what people will ask you in an interview not grades so I think once I let go of the whole like grades define me, I have to be a top student, I have to be this, I have to be that. Studying became a lot more enjoyable. Going to school became a lot more enjoyable. So even though, yes, I'm putting a little bit more pressure on myself in the grades this semester, I'm still keeping myself grounded that grades are not everything. It's really not. At the end of the day, whatever grade you get, it's just going to be now. Like it's not going to matter five years down the road. So I hope you take that away. I don't want you to be stressing about your grades as well. This is just me. This is my podcast. And I'm kind of like just telling you what's up, telling you how I've been. So I am in year three, which means I have two years more to graduate, which also has been a very um, daunting idea in my mind. Just because um, I'm 23 this year, I've had a longer education route than most women. And that's okay, but um, the thing is that because I have two years more to graduate, I will only be getting my degree the year I turn 25. And I know, I know age is just a number. I know it doesn't matter. You can work your way up. But 
as much as age is just a number, it really does stress me out that I'm a female and I'm going to be graduating so late. And I put emphasis on the word female just because the males in Singapore um, have two years of army. So most of the peers kind of graduate at the same age. I will say most because obviously there are exceptions. You know, med students, they differ. Still, like all my friends who are my age are graduating this year, who have actually graduated this year. They're starting working or they're graduating at the end of the year or the most at the most next year. I'm literally the last person out of my friend group to graduate and it does stress me out because when I look at all my mentors, when I look at all the people that I inspire to be and that I aspire to be really, and they started their journey of climbing the ladder of success at like 22, which is my age now. And I'm going to be three years behind, which is why I'm always so hell-bent on like doing internships and working during the summer because I know that I graduate late. So I have to stop complaining about it and kind of like do something about it, right? I want to make sure that when I graduate, my portfolio is as thick and as fat and as juicy as someone who has graduated at 22. So you got to just kind of like, you know, give and take and kind of learn how to adapt with the situation. But it does bother me still from time to time especially because the industry I'm in, I really have to work my way up and I can't earn the big bucks in the first many years. Like the big bucks only, only come later. And if it comes later, because the media industry is not a very high paying industry and we all know that I'm not going to be a lawyer, doctor, where you know, or like even business, you know, or you know that that's a very high paying field. The field that I'm in isn't and I know that, but I do it because I'm passionate about it. And the money will come. Passion comes first, the money will come later. That's still okay. But it's just, you know, time is ticking and I wanna, I have goals for myself before I turn 30. I wanna have certain things in my life before I turn 30. And I used to be this way for a very, very long time. And I think one thing I'm learning is that that plans never work. <laughs> it really, really never works. Um, I had so many plans, but none of them are coming true in any cost so it is something that i'm still working on but i didn't want to include it in this episode just because i know it's a very very pressing issue that a lot of women and men face about having being like worried about graduating very late so if you're going through that as well i just want you to know you're not alone but let's kind of like change our mindset together that age is really just a number and you know people that are maybe 30 and have gotten everything and that I wanted in life by the time I'm 30, maybe they're just not happy. Maybe they're done. Maybe they have nothing more to gain in life. And I don't want to be that as well. So I am learning. I wouldn't say I've learned how to do it. I am still learning to take each year at a time and to just kind of enjoy the present instead of being so worried about what's going to happen when I'm 24, 25, 26, what's going to happen when I'm 40. Who cares? Honestly, who cares? Like, I just want to be happy today. That is my goal. You know what? Let's make it my goal. I just want to be happy today. And I really hope that that's your goal too. And, um, you know, I always have kind of been like in a rush to graduate because I am just feel like, oh my God, I'm so old. But really, I really want to change that mindset because I want to enjoy my uni life. Even though uni has been, I mean, it's been okay. It's not been anything amazing. But I know I'll miss it when I start working. I know I'll miss the comfort and the structure of an education rather than being thrown into the working world. I know that. Although I'm very excited to start working, I'm very excited to start building my career. I'd rather be enjoying the present. 
And I think most importantly, I want to remain passionate about what I'm doing. I don't want to get sick of what I'm doing. And if I am just in this constant rush, I'm never going to enjoy it, right? I'm never going to like actually sit down and listen one day and be like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So to do that, that's why I'm kind of switching on my mods. I don't want to do all advertising mods this time. Otherwise, I'm going to go mad. Um, I really want to learn other stuff. Just I want to go to school to learn. I don't want to go to school to get a piece of paper. With uni life or the local uni life, another thing that comes with it is hall culture. Now, hall for me is a <laughs> probably a full episode on its own, but because it was so bad, I don't even want to talk about it. So when I entered uni um i was in a certain hall and i was there for about a semester and i had to change hall because of racism i faced in that hall um i'm a minority i'm an indian um and i just felt very uncomfortable with the people there that would make me feel very excluded and who would make a little bit of racist remarks on the whatsapp group which i don't really want to get into but yeah it was just uh, not for me. That whole hall felt like a prison. I don't think I've ever experienced loneliness to that extent where I would go down to the canteen and I would look at everyone sitting at tables with their friends and I had no one. Like, I'm not kidding you. When I said my first semester in uni, I was the loneliest I'd ever been. And obviously, that affected my mental health so terribly. Like, I would just go down be sad, buy my food, go up to my room, watch my show, and then the day starts again. I would literally have no friends in hall. I, I was never part of hall culture or anything like that. Um, I was a phantom in hall. I really was. I didn't have any friends on my floor, nothing. And obviously the racism and all of that never did not help. So I finally managed to change hall, God bless. And I have amazing friends there. Again, not some huge click. I just have a few great girlfriends in this hall and I love them to death and they are my family. And you know, the being the nerds that we are, we don't meet to party, we meet to study <laughs> at night. And you know, I just became so comfortable with them and then that was such a great part of my life, you know, staying at hall with my girlfriends and just always being there for one another. Like for example, if we run out of shampoo, like I call my hey babe, like do you have shampoo? And then they'll give me shampoo. It's just such a nice culture and I really, really miss that. And um, obviously, you know, when things get tough as well, when you have a mental breakdown, your friends are there for you. You just call them and they just have to come up the lift and they're there for you. And vice versa, I'm there for them as well. So this family that I cultivated in my hall, the newer hall that I stayed in for a while, actually not a while, like a year, I want to say, I stayed for, for a year, um, was the best decision I could make. I still was not involved in hall culture or anything like that. I was just very happy with like the four or five girls that, I had in my life and I was very very happy with that however um this semester so I had applied for hall and I was going to stay in hall everything was going to be the same but then I pulled out I decided not to stay in hall this semester just because I have a three-day work week you know I don't really want to spend the money on rental when I can travel to school on my own and you know what in general I have become so comfortable being at home I've become such a homebody. My family, I'm so lucky and blessed to have such an amazing family who provides me with so much love and emotional support. And I wouldn't be able to do anything that I do without them. So because of them, I, you know, I, I feel so safe at home. I feel so warm and such so taken care of at home. And that doesn't mean I'm spoiled or pampered. It just means I'm loved. 
And I think that's okay to be loved at home. You know, I already experienced my independence in Hall. I went overseas. I stayed alone, lived alone. And I think now, like, I want to just be with my family. I feel that is the best thing for my own mental well-being, my physical well-being. So that was the decision I made. So it's going to be an interesting semester. This is the first semester where I haven't lived away from home. And it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm definitely going to miss my friends. I won't be seeing them as much. So that sucks. But it's a very, very big change for me because having hall, no matter how many days a week you have school, you're there for like five, six days, right? Like your hall. And you have freedom. And you have an own room. You have your own life. And you basically make the own rules. So giving up that freedom was also a little bit challenging for me. But, you know, honestly, when I put it on the scale, freedom versus my mental and physical well-being, the well-being definitely won. I didn't even think too much about that. And I'm okay, you know. I, I'd want to be under the watch of my parents. I want them, like, I want to be grounded. I want to be held accountable for my mistakes. It's fine. Like, I just want to be a better person in general. And I feel like staying at home will really, really help me with that. So yeah, that's another big change that's happening this semester. Me not staying in hall, me not staying in hostel, whatever you call it. And I'm excited. I'm excited to just have this new routine and get to school. And another thing actually that's going to change a lot for me this semester is my physical health. So um, in this video in my vlog that's coming up or on my YouTube channel, I was talking about how I'm eating clean. So that's exciting. Like I've always, always worked out, you know, for years, but I've never really actually had a whole meal plan. I've never had a diet and um, I'm going on one and I'm very excited for it just because I work out so much that it's just sad at this point that I literally don't see any changes in my body just because I eat like crap. Like I literally, you know what I do? I'm like, well, I worked out so I can have one brownie, which of course you can just eat the brownie, like eat it. It's fine. But I'm just saying that, you know, like, I just binge eat after a while. I'm like, oh, okay, one. Then uh, since I've had one, I might as well just have two. You know what my mentality is? Go big or go home. It's really, really stupid. Like, that's how I think about junk food or dessert. Because I have the biggest sweet tooth on this entire planet. So, yeah, not the best thing <laughs> for someone who's working out constantly. So, yeah, I just want to be really, really healthy. I'm not really looking to, like, lose numbers on the scale. That's not my plan. It's just I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I want to be toned. And I want to be strong. Like, I want to be able to lift heavier weights, bro. Like, you know, I want to be able to do that. I want to build my endurance. So that's a very big priority for me. This upcoming rest of the year, that's a very big priority on hand. Um, so I have two, I guess. I, one is keeping myself in check <laughs> in general, taking care of my health, and keeping my grades up. And, you know, that's just... I don't want to put too much on myself. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. And also keeping this podcast up. I think more than YouTube, I really, really want to keep this podcast up because it is something that brings me a lot of joy. YouTube does as well. Don't get me wrong. But podcast, I don't know. It's just something that I know I have to get it out every week, an episode. And I love having conversations with people. So definitely we'll be keeping this up. Let's see how it goes when school starts, if I have to reduce the number of episodes. But for now, I'm going to try and keep it to once a week as well. And I just want to wish everyone going back to school, whether it's university, secondary school, poly, JC, ITE, primary school, wherever you're going, I wish you all the best. Um, wish me best. Uh, wish me good luck too. I need it. Sis really, really needs it. And um, yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this episode today, just talking about school and being a bit real with it and my experience in uni. 
I can totally do a part two and talk more about my experience in uni and how it is to navigate comms in uni. Let me know if you want that. If you want a specific episode just to do with communications, what my journey was, how I got here in NTU. And if you have any questions also, you can let me know. Um, follow the spill sesh at Sage on Instagram if you want to ask me any questions, if you want to keep up with the pod. You can follow me on my main account at Sex. Find me on YouTube, Sejal Bagaria. And that is it. Good luck, people. All the best for your school. And I will tune in with you next week for the episode with a special guest. I'm very excited to bring her on. Stay tuned to my socials. You'll find out who it is soon. All right, have a great week ahead. Bye.